This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, March 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. More pleas to fix Friant. SGMA impact study out soon. And don't count on more MFP payments, Purdue tells growers. Mathis. Newsom's first water priority should be fixing the canals. Repairing the state's conveyance system should be at the top of the list for Governor Newsom's water resilience portfolio. That according to Republican Assembly member Devon Mathis of Tulare County. When we start getting into dealing with the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act and on conversations about moving flood water down, you have a capacity issue that needs to be fixed, he told AgriPulse. Mathis said money spent on the new Delta Tunnel project, about $11 billion, should instead be used for projects like repairing the Fryant-Kern Canal. He said people wonder why you don't just turn on the pumps on existing infrastructure we have and save that money. I don't know. Fix Fryant. The state bill proposing $400 million to fix the canal was held in committee last year and missed a critical deadline to be reintroduced this year. Mathis noted the Newsom administration is, however, considering a deal to split the cost three ways between federal agencies and the Fryant Water Authority. A climate bond in the legislature also proposes $50 million for the canal. And on that note, Mathis said it is definitely concerning that the Department of Finance has not yet been tracking the potential economic impacts of SGMA. He worried the reduced farm revenues could lead to less tax revenue for the state and tip California into a recession since a slowdown is already predicted. A new study on those impacts is set to be released early this week. UC Berkeley economics professor David Sunding told AgriPulse the study goes beyond a well-publicized 2019 report by the Public Policy Institute of California. For one, it also factors in changes to surface water deliveries. Sunding found that SGMA will likely result in farm revenue losses of more than $7 billion annually, with the Valley's lowest income communities hit the hardest. If that's not scary enough, a study last year found that medieval mega droughts are likely to return to the southwest. The authors note that these droughts will span decades and are almost assured as global warming comes to dominate the climate here. The U.S. drought monitor currently shows 70% of the state is abnormally dry. Reclamation finalizes expansion of the Los Vercos Reservoir. The U.S. Bureau of Reclamation and the Contra Costa Water District have released for public comment the final environmental documents for expanding the Los Vercos Reservoir. The plan would nearly double the capacity to 275,000 acre-feet while adding new conveyance facilities. The reservoir mainly supplies the Bay Area with drinking and industrial water. But the expansion will allow more water to be stored and delivered via the Central Valley Project to farmers in the San Joaquin Valley as well. Regional Director Ernest Connett said if constructed, the project would help ensure water is available to meet the needs of residents and businesses along with Central Valley agriculture, habitats, and species. On that note, Reclamation also announced Friday it has converted 75 service contracts for the Central Valley project to permanent rights to water for those contractors. 
The water districts have three years to finish repaying their shares of the construction costs, which will total more than $200 million. Conant said that money will go toward much-needed storage projects. In national news, Purdue, don't expect MFP if you overproduce. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue is trying to dissuade farmers from expecting more market facilitation program payments this year, despite President Trump's promise to provide more aid if his trade deals don't kick in. During a speech Friday, Purdue noted that the president said if trade doesn't expand as planned, he will help farmers again. Bloomberg releases ag policy principles. Just ahead of Super Tuesday, Mike Bloomberg released an outline of his agriculture policy. It's basically a set of principles or priorities, starting with a promise to ensure fair competition of the ag sector. He also calls for promoting soil conservation, increasing the amount of acreage being farmed with regenerative practices, and exploring ways to align crop insurance with conservation. Bloomberg briefly addresses the ag labor issue by proposing to modernize the H-2A visa program to make it work better for both farm workers and farms of all sizes. He also says he wants to expand farm worker protections, including overtime rights. Brits to U.S. Okay, let's talk trade. It's only been about a week since Britain published its negotiating objectives for a trade agreement with the European Union. But today is the day the U.K. releases its goals for a separate trade pact with the U.S. U.S. negotiators say they are eager for such a pact in order to pry Britain away from Europe's restrictive policies on agriculture that bar many U.S. farm goods. But the E.U. is also in the race to get a trade deal with the British. U.K. negotiators stress they are committed to conducting both negotiations separately, but also at the same time. That did not set well with some of the EU. Bernd Lang, chairman of the European Parliament's Committee on International Trade last week, stressed to reporters in Washington that the EU will insist its talks with the UK are conducted first. Here's today's He Said It. Many of those million-dollar groundwater sustainability plans are not worth the paper they're printed on. That Fresno State water researcher Thomas Esqueda at a Fresno Bee op-ed arguing for the state to prevent more parochial water battles by being more involved in SGMA implementation. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, March 2nd, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.